friends, and welcome to the second episode of the Big Double A Book Club, brought to you by Will Law and Big Springs Place. I'm your host, Anna Lundy Cook. We're in for a special treat as we have Missy Lundy come in to talk about the importance of oral storytelling in Soap Sally. So go ahead, grab your fuzzy blanket and curl up to a cozy cup of coffee and listen as we discuss the importance. What are we waiting for? The Big Double A Book Club begins now. Hello, friends, and welcome to the second episode of the Big Double A Book Club. I'm so excited because we're here with my mom, Missy Lundy, to talk about oral storytelling and Soap Sally and also uh, literacy and why it's so important. Mom, why don't you um, say hey to everyone? I'm happy to be here. This is such a new experience for me, but I'm excited to actually get to be beside you and do this and also to get to be on the radio. It's been a long time. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Um, she's got some really important things to share. Um, so my mom is actually a longtime educator. Uh, she's been teaching longer than I've been alive. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I have this. It's my 30th year, actually, the magic number. So Yes, the magic number. All 30 years in Polk School District. I'm very proud of that. That's awesome. So, um, we're going to start with um, the most important thing today, um, which is obviously literacy and why that's so important. Um, so a little segue here. So my mom um, stayed out with me for um, five years, five years. Yeah. And um, during that time, she read to me often um, and she's going to kind of share about why it's so important to read to your children and also why it's so important that they see you reading. Okay, well, I when I began teaching in 1988, um, I started teaching first grade, and I just enjoyed it so much. I did that for about eight years and then taught third, and then um, you came along, so I wanted to be home with you. But from that 10 years experience of teaching, um, I wanted to give you those same opportunities. So um, I read to you from the time we brought you home, and I know people think, why would you read to a newborn who doesn't understand language, but they do? And I think that's one of the things that I wanted to touch on today, how important it was for me to read to you, because I knew that it was building for the future. Um, also, I wanted to say that in Cedartown, if you remember, Anna, we went to the library every Thursday. Yes, I remember. <laughs> well, there's lots of opportunities in Cedartown. I want people to understand we had, I don't know if it's on Thursdays now, but then it was story time. And um, we had a group. Ann Smith would take her daughter, Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. um, there were others uh, that would take their children. And we would go for whatever they had. And it's such an enriching program at the library, whether it be a puppet show or a magic show, or if Miss Sharon was just reading a book, it was getting you in the atmosphere of being mm -hmm. read to, having things come to life, having books at your fingertips. Our library is an amazing facility that Cedartown has that we need mm -hmm. to take advantage of. Moms out there, grandmoms out there listening. Um, and, you know, uh, re real quick, fun fact, um, Elizabeth actually works at the library. Oh, that's right. And she was not only my college roommate, but she's also my maid of honor. That's right. So. I've been lifelong friends. Yes, and all because of the library. I mean, not, not because of the library, the library but... <laughs> but that was one of the many things that y'all did together. It was, it was. And then I remember we'd go get lunch sometimes, too, and that, that was always fun. Was I, fun. I always look forward to our library days. That was always fun. Um, but I wanted to say, um, did you know, these studies have shown this, the single most important activity that you can do for your child, building knowledge for the future, is reading aloud to them. Um, and I know some people think that is crazy, but it is true. Um, also, start early. Read often. Reading to babies. Do you know why you want a mother? Another reason that you need to read to children. The bonding time is so important. Um, when you snuggle up there next to your mom, dad, grandma, granddad, and you get that story ready, you feel that security. Um, did you realize, <clears throat> this is good, that when you read to children very early in life, it it gives them, a, it decreases their levels of aggression. You know why? 
because through reading and through the spoken word of storytelling, it gives them their use of words. Therefore, they don't have to use aggression to get their feelings out. They can use those words. That's a proven fact. So that that's a good thing. Um, when you're reading books, I, I remember we would go through and point to all the pictures. That's called doing a story walk. And it's very important. When children don't even know how to say words, they can understand pictures. So we build vocabulary through pictures and colors and pointing out animals and um, the different characters in the story. Also, take your time. I remember we would sit, honestly, my, I remember my mother would come to our house when we were home. I was home with you during the day and she would say, are you in her face all day? <laughs> Yes, I'm in her face all day. But reading was such a big part of that because I knew that that one-on-one time, now that you're about to turn 25 <laughs> in a month, yeah. that time really does fly. So those the, a child's brain is a sponge from zero to five. We have that time for their brains to develop and whatever we can pour into them through experiences, through books, through storytelling. Um, that's such a crucial time. And it's also proven that... Um, their future education, they'll be more successful the more they're exposed to reading. Even before they go to preschool, the more they're read to, you are ensuring that they have more success in their formal education. So again, I, of course, I am um, right now teaching ESOL, which is English as Second Language, mm-hmm. and I see that uh, a curriculum that's enriched in literature, books, and touching books and holding books. Um, I, some people out there that are my age, you remember you smell the pages, Anna, you know. I absolutely do that, yes. Smell the pages. <laughs> it's very important. And um, so I can't stress enough um, the importance of reading to your children, children and reading as early as possible. Slow down. Take your time. Take those picture walks to those books. Ask questions. And, and make that be your special time with your child. I just, I'm a big advocate for reading, as you know. Uh, I am as well. And you know, what? what's funny is um, as, a, as a child, that time was so special to me as well, because it felt like um, I, my, my mother read often, um, not, not just to me, but also just for herself. Um, yes, I did. I did like to read and I still <laughs> like to read. And dropping your phone and, and making explosive Sorry. booms. Sorry. It's my first time. <laughs> No, you're good. <laughs> um, but anyways, I um that that time, you know, she she would read a lot to herself and it felt like, you know, when, when she was reading to me, it, it it felt like she was giving me like a piece of her, like, because um, that that was our time. That mm-hmm. that that was like our special time. Right. And um and now like as an adult, you know, I graduated with a degree in English. And so for mm-hmm. me, books are almost like I call my books my friends, and my husband is like, Anna, Anna. <laughs> they don't talk back. I'm like, I know they're not sentient, but don't don't say that in front of them. <laughs> I have so many. Um, I, t- I told my husband, I said, back, back when we were dating, I said, I don't want to move into a house unless it has a library as a joke. And he delivered. I, I have my you own do. library. You have a beautiful library. I do. And I associate books with, with comfort and with warmth. And, mm-hmm. like, there's nothing better than curling up on a really cold day or even like a summer day, you know, with a blanket and a, and a, and a cup of coffee or a latte and a good book. There's just, yeah. there's no better feeling, especially that smell. Oh, can I tell you a secret? Go ahead. We had a bookshelf in our sunroom when you were little. That was your playroom and it was filled with books. Those three or four shelves. You remember it was white. I remember. Um, when that, we you know, when you kind of graduated from the playroom into your bedroom, it was time to do something with the books, but I couldn't. Mm-hmm. So those books are in a tub in the garage, every single one of them, all of your books from your little library, because I couldn't part with them because every book was so special. And most of them had scribble scrabble that you would write, try to write your name. <laughs> and also there are some books that at three or four you actually wrote. You would tell me what to say. I remember that. And you would draw the picture and then you would tell me what you wanted the words to say on the. Mm-hmm. And so I would write the words on the page. It was just such a huge part of our life. And I just think it's amazing. I think that, like I said, our town has an amazing library. We have so many programs that honestly, 
we, our children are so blessed and I'm so proud that you got to grow up and enjoy those things. But anyway, so I, books are sentimental. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, and, and, you know, fun fact before we, before we dive into, um, Soap Sally, we are going to have a commercial break in a few minutes at 1030. Um, but before we, before we really dive into this, um, I, I actually have books on my bookshelf from, um, do you, do you remember how when I was like younger before cell phones were like a thing, like before yes. everybody had one? Yes, I do remember and that. I, and I would sit and when I would um, be using the bathroom, I would have a book. I had a yes. basket of books in my bathroom. Yes. Every single one of those books is in my library. On um, the bottom shelf on the left hand corner. That's great. Yeah. I have goosebumps. That makes my books. mama heart happy. I have um, goosebumps. I remember that yes. slappy. GDV Jones. Oh, GDV Jones mm-hmm. is my favorite too. Um, Magic Tree House, um, all of them, and I have one that was an Egyptian book that I that I never read because it scared me. Um, but you wrote in it to my Egyptian princess. Oh, I thought yes. we're supposed to be having fun. Don't make me cry. I know. Well, you you might make me cry, so okay. it's fine. It's no. revenge. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I still have all those, um, and I will never like never get rid of them. Right. I'm telling you, books become a part of your family. They just, when you love to read, when you love books, and some people say, I just don't like to read. And I think, okay, maybe you just haven't found that special kind of Mm -hmm. book you love to read. Mm -hmm. Because I'm telling you, when I finish a great book, I'm sad because it's over. And I miss the characters. Yes. And I want, I really do. And I can't wait maybe for the next book to come out in the series or another book by the same author or something because I truly miss the characters. That's when you know you've had a good book. Speaking of that, I have another book I need to give you to read. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've I've read like five books this year and I'm like, and I'm disappointed. But I, I feel we like have I a friend in Rome that's on her like 51st book. Mm-hmm. Kelly Dugan in Rome, if you're listening, I know what you, you do all the time. She reads all the time. Mm-hmm. She's on her 51st book of the year. If I didn't work, and if I didn't right. have responsibilities, like that's all I would do. I'm telling you, I would, great. I would, yeah, literally sit outside in my swing right. or, sw- or sit by the fire, or whatever, and read. That's exactly. all I would do. I it, believe it, you. It, it would be, it would be toxic for everybody <laughs> involved. Like you, I, I remember being a kid. Actually, Mama, I remember being a kid, and we'd be in the car, we'd be going somewhere, and we would get in fights because I'd say, <laughs> "I'm bringing my book in," and you say, "You were not bringing that book in here." I'd be like, <laughs> I, but I want to read, and you're like, no, It'll you're not going to read. Rude. You can't take a book wherever we're going. But anyway, I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize. I, I used to take books in restaurants instead of toys because I'd rather read than play. And I remember it got it got to a point where all I wanted to do is read. And you'd be like, why don't you go outside and, get, and play <laughs> or get some vitamin D? Be like, no, I want to read. So I took I my book outside. Remember saying go outside and play, put that book down. I do remember saying that. I remember times. it I'm very sorry. vividly. No, I mean, I I probably should do that now. <laughs> but yeah, I, I remember that very vividly. Anyways. Well, anyway. Well, let's go ahead and dive into um, Soap Sally. Oh, wow. Well, um, do I have any, how much, do I have a good bit of time? It's 1021. Okay. All right. So I know that there are lots of people out here that are listening to me that know Soap Sally. Um, I was raised, um, my grandparents kept me a lot of the time when I was real little um, George and Ora Willingham and my dad's parents, and they lived out on Morton Springs Road. And, and to me, that was like the country. And it is the country. Yeah, I, is. You know, I was raised in on Irwin Street, so it was in town. But Morton Springs was out in the country. And so on a, you know, pasture and all that. And I remember loving it out there. And because I didn't, you know, all the open space that I didn't have at home. So we would play outside my cousin Tracy uh mckibben and i would play a lot outside and sit outside but granny had she didn't really we didn't know what it was called then but now we know they're called urban legends mm-hmm. urban legend for those that maybe aren't familiar with that term it's just like folklore it's just a story that's been handed down through the generations now when soap sally now i have a story of soap sally from my granny but when i researched soap sally it, I, I think it possibly came from Tallapoosa right down the road I don't know anyway that's where it originated um but when my granny if anybody knew my sweet granny she was about five feet tall and just as sweet as she could be but when you would not do the right thing or maybe stay outside too long 
or not go take a nap when you're supposed to, I promise you, Soap Sally was coming into the conversation. (laughs) Because she would say words, Soap Sally will get you if you don't watch out. Soap Sally will get you if you don't come in before dark. Now, Soap Sally was supposedly, in this urban legend, an old lady who lived up in the mountains. And Mm. she would look, roam around and look for children, bad little children, Mm -hmm. who didn't mind and who didn't behave. And God forbid those kids be outside at dusky dark. (laughs) Soap Sally would come and she would, they said that she would grab you by the arm and with a death grip and she would take you away and you would never be seen again. That was what I was told. There are other stories that she would take you and there was this, um, shall we say, very unique lye soap that um, she would make and sell in town. And the rumor was um, some Bad kids might have been in that pot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that she mixed that lie soap. Now, I did try to contact my, I did talk to my, my cousin, Wade Willingham, who is in, he was born and raised here, but he lives in Virginia. And he talked about even, now he, I hate to say this, if Wade's listening, and he usually does, um, he's a little good bit older than me. <laughs> um, so he said that Granny and Pa would tell him the Soap Sally story. And he was threatened by Soap Sally back in the 50s. So, um, Soap Sally's been around a long time, and he said they l- used to scare him to death, and that Granny and Pa would laugh and laugh and laugh. Um, so, Soap Sally is one of those urban legends that even today you hear, I've talked to people at work at Westside, they know of Soap Sally. So, I would be curious to see if there's people who know Soap Sally, Me who too. were threatened by Soap Sally. Now, we did have another one named... Uh, if any of you have been personally victimized <laughs> by Soap Sally, <laughs> call us. But I bet you that um, there are other stories about Soap Sally. I think every family had a twist Mm -hmm. on the Soap Sally story. Um, Now, we did have another one that Wade reminded me of, and I totally forgot his name was Shep. And I remember Shep went around town with a burlap sack. Oh, gosh. And he would put children who were, you know, not behaving in his burlap sack. Uh I mean, so I think (laughs) discipline back in the day was a little threatening, but it worked. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember mm-hmm. ever really getting in trouble with my granny and my pa because I listened to the stories of Shep and Soap Sally. But I wonder if there are any more urban legends that families have passed down. I'd be curious if anybody would like to let us know that. I know. So you can call us at 770-748-1340 if you have any urban legends to share or anything like that. Um, <laughs> now, it is, uh, it's 1026, so we have a few minutes. Well, this before. is a good Halloween thing. Yeah. Because, you know, Absolutely. Halloween's coming up Monday. Mm-hmm. Now, I know at Westside today when I left, I'm going to run right back there. My principal was nice enough to let me run up here to the radio station for a few minutes. But um, the kids are, um, the little kids are going around when I left and trick-or-treating some of the classes. And it's just a fun time. It's Halloween is just supposed to be fun. It's just supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. And so these funny stories that we tell and things, they're just memories. And they're sweet memories from my childhood. Yeah. Now, I know that Halloween was Nana's favorite. Oh, my gosh. And that she used to put a fake arm, oh my gosh. A, bl- a fake bloody arm in the trash can and play, witch, and play like haunted house music and wear a witch very, hat and scare children because that was her thing. My mother her, was Dot Willingham, and uh, she passed away about 15 years ago mm-hmm. now. But Halloween, I don't know how, became um, her, I don't want to say most favorite, but she really always dressed up. Always had scary music playing outside the house for the trick-or-treaters. And one year she did have a trash can sitting out by the porch <laughs> with this fake arm, bloody arm, hanging out the side of it. And I, and I don't know. She just decided that would be funny. And then um, she would dress up as a witch. She would do her whole face green. And then the one year that um, Davina Cup, mm-hmm. yeah. who, uh, my niece, that's what they dressed her up as. So they had, they were twinning. It was so, cute. So, my, cute. so mama just loved Halloween. And so um, I guess maybe that's where I get the, I just like the fun Halloween. Just yeah. the fun, not yeah. the crazy weird. No. Just the fun, sweet scary. How's that? Is that a sweet scary? Is there a such thing? Yeah. I, li- I like that. Sweet scary. But, um, so and of course the candy. And we, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's course. not forget the element of candy. And Halloween. <laughs> Got to get those three musketeers. Am I right? <laughs> that's my favorite. Yeah, that's her favorite. <laughs> I like I like Kinder eggs or um, the Kinder Bueno. The, there's Bueno. Is it Bueno. 
I don't know. They're so good. My mom always buys me Kinder eggs because she knows they like they make me so happy. And uh, I mean, I'm an adult, you know, but like the toys are cute. Let's chocolate just be always makes you happy. So chocolate, chocolate always makes you happy. Okay, let me give a shout out right now while I have a moment. Go ahead before you go, go to ahead. the commercial. That West Side is the best side. Absolutely, I just it wanted is. to give that shout out because I love my school. Been there for twenty years. That's where you went. It is. That's where your husband went. Yes, it is. So um, I just and my, want, hey, and my friend Hannah, who's going to be on next week. Oh, Hannah. she went there too. That's right. It's a great place to be. And our principal Laura Little and our assistant principal Laura Fannin are the reason that I got to sneak off and come today and talk a little bit to you yes. about reading and literacy. So I just want to say hello to the best side, West Side. Yes. All right. Well, <laughs> West Side really and truly is the best side. Let's take a quick commercial break and then we'll be back. Everybody shout, turn up your radio. It's Rewind with Gary Bryant. Hi, it's Gary Bryant. You know, music is the soundtrack of our lives, but it's really the memories that make the music come alive. And that's what we do every week on Rewind with the movies and the TV shows and most of all, the artists in their own original voices. You can't miss it. Be here for Rewind with Gary Bryan. Rewind with Gary Bryan every Saturday from 2 until 5 p.m. right here on WGAA 106.1 FM and AM 1340, the Big Double A. Welcome back, everyone, friends, family, acquaintances. (laughs) Um, We're going to jump in with some some notes on um, why oral storytelling is so important. Um, So studies actually reinforce the importance of oral storytelling um, for an individual's social and emotional abilities, cognitive growth, as well as their language skills. That's very true. And you know what? The magic number is three. If you just read to your child three times a week, a young age it makes a huge difference and two it becomes that routine time of snuggling and bonding and all those things that come with it and you might even get a nap out of it eventually (laughs) so um all those and listen not to mention the language that is learned you people babies are sponges and they soak in um so But more experiences, like we talked about, when you take them to a puppet show or a magic show or whatever at the city library or anywhere, your church, whatever, that when they're exposed to different forms of literacy, and it it makes all the difference in the world in their later academic life. It's not just now. It's later as well. Um, Storytelling also, um, interestingly, interestingly enough, is as old as culture itself, and it actually predates written language. The function is often to entertain as well as educate, um, which I find really interesting because if you think about it, like, you know, there was a time when there was no written language. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the only way to tell stories was to was to speak, was, was just to tell tell your truth, right. you know? Right. Um, oral storytelling is... That, um, is actually defined as telling a story through voice and gestures. Um, and it can take many forms, including um, epic poems, chants, rhymes, songs. It does not, it doesn't have to provide any kind of like cultural unity or anything. Like mm-hmm. they can be very specific to a person or a family or a region. Um, myths, legends, and fables are more examples of like the different forms of storytelling so for example like soap sally or like any other like urban legends and like i said if you guys have anything y'all want to add or ask or hear from you guys absolutely so please call us at 770-748-1340 um now the art of oral storytelling is seen often in ancient cultures uh like i said especially before um before written language was was developed um and um, and Mama, you're you you'll find this interesting. Um, did you know that we as adults also benefit from oral storytelling? Okay, no. Um, yeah. So it, it it can help build children's vocabulary, but it's actually even more beneficial to adults. Um, it provides mental stimulation, which we all need. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. We're all we're all like zombies walking around, especially in the morning. <laughs> we're like, uh, where's the coffee? 
At least I am. <laughs> I'm not a morning person, but um, I digress. It provides mental stimulation, improved memory, um, positive social connections, uh, and it even um, um, it'll it'll even increase activity amongst older adults in residential and adult like day settings, um, which I think is is super cool because like you know you you think about how it could benefit children, but oftentimes we we overlook the benefit for, you know, of of things like this for adults. And I think that's, like, really, really important. Um, I don't think about it like that because I just read for enjoyment. I mean, so so do I, but it's actually, um, it's actually very, very beneficial for us as well. Not just, not, it's, it's, it's not just about kids and their vocabulary. It's also about ours. It it helps us develop and, um, it 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 helps our memory, which I mean makes sense, you know. That's it's true. like a workout for our brain. That's true, but it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my my last note on this topic, and then um, we we can kind of discuss um, is that next time you see a friend, um, ask them to tell you a story, and really listen because it's beneficial to the both of you. Um, you know, like if if somebody were to, oh. We have a caller. <laughs> I didn't even know. You were on the big double A. Hi, Anna. Hi, Missy. This is Andrea Helms. I just wanted to... Hey, she's a, a teacher. Good. I wanted to add to the Halloween mystery and legend. Yes, and please do. And mention Ichabod Crane, oh, the headless horseman. And Tell us a, more. Tell us more. Yes, please. Yeah, what a folk story that was. It was based up in New England, and uh, he had had been riding in the Revolutionary War and had had his head cut off, and he was to grace the roads by frightening people as they would uh, go down. But it was actually to get them just to stay away from his property. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but Walt Disney has picked that up, and many, many, many other tales have came down for that. But I just thought I'd throw it out and, and tell you how much I'm enjoying your program. Oh, thank, thank you. you so much. I really appreciate that. I, Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Thank you so much you. for sharing. Yes, thank you. You know, there's a, um, the display, I can't remember what street it's on, um, that someone, maybe the one on College Street, one of the ones, and it has a head, no, it's the one on Jewel Peak, I think, the mm-hmm. house on Jewel Peak that has a headless horseman. Oh, yeah. Um, on the corner of Marshall and Jewel Peak, I'm thinking that's the one, and, and I thought, oh my gosh, that's the headless horseman. Mm-hmm. I have not mm-hmm. thought about that. Okay, okay. Thank you for calling my Yes, thank you. I just got a text from Jill McGee that works at Westside. She said that her so- her grandmother, Soap Sally, lived under a bridge. Oh, okay. Okay, so I never heard that one. Again, that's another example of an urban legend being mm-hmm. passed down from family mm-hmm. to family, mm-hmm. and it gets its own little spin on it. Either way, Soap Sally is well known in these parts, right? So... And yes. now we have the Headless Horseman anymore. Like I said, Old Chef was another one. We actually have a call. Okay. Hello, you were on the Big Double A. Hello. Hello. Oh, we scared him. I think we scared him. Oops. Oh, well. Call us back. Call, call us back. I don't know what happened. Okay. Um. While we're... I had brought, you know, because... Are you... Uh, um call, call us back um oh here they are again okay hello hello i don't know what's going on okay well i since i am at Westside, i have lots of books that i and i was hold wanting, on hold on they're, oh. they're 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 still trying okay so anna is in charge now so that hello I'm, i have to listen to what she tells me to do hello Big double A. Uh, okay. Please try to call us back because I really do want to hear what you're trying to say. But, Mama, go, go ahead. Okay. I had some books. I wanted to give an example of how, you know, some people say, I don't, you know, I don't really have a storytelling voice or I don't, you know, I don't read well orally or whatever. That's not the case when you, yes. You know. Oh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, we're having too much fun in here. I'm sorry. T- I'm, I'm missing all the cues. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My fault. <laughs> no, it's it's fine. The Big Double A. 
All right, and we are back, friends. So we're going to have a little reading from my mom. Um, and then we would love to, to take more callers and hear from you guys. So please call us at 770-748-1340. All right, Mama, you go ahead. Okay, well, I was, what I was saying before the break was that um, some people I've heard say, I, mean, I don't have a good reading voice or, I, you know, I don't know how to read stories. Listen, everybody has their own style, but I, the important thing is that you read. That's the important thing. Um, I wish that I could somehow press a button on so you could see the book, but I don't. Um, but I love books that have a sing-songy rhythm. Kids love that. Babies love that. Preschoolers love that. I love that. Um, so I brought a couple of books, but I'll, I'll just do one. You guys have to understand, I'm used to telling Anna what to do. So for her to be in charge of this show, <laughs> she's telling me what to do. I don't. That really doesn't. It is odd. I will okay. say it is. So odd. anyway, I'm trying to take her cues and do what she wants me to do. But, you know, the mom comes out of me. So <laughs> I brought this book um, and you all of you grew up with the song. There wasn't a lady who swallowed a fly. OK, well, this is a takeoff of what we call a piggyback song. Um, there wasn't a lady who swallowed a ghost for Halloween. I thought that oh. would be appropriate. So, right. so it's quick. Don't worry, Anna. I won't take any of your much of your time. Okay. I am fine. All right, here we go. There was an old lady who swallowed a ghost. And I'm just going to go for it, people. Okay, I'm just going to go full swing. Do it. All right, here we go. There was an old lady who swallowed a ghost. I don't know why she swallowed a ghost, but she didn't boast. <laughs> there was an old lady who swallowed a mask. Nobody had to ask why she swallowed that mask. She swallowed the mask to hide the ghost. I don't know why she swallowed a ghost, but she didn't boast. <laughs> there was an old lady who swallowed a spider. Her mouth opened wider to fit in the spider. Oh, I wish you could see these pictures. I wish y'all could see my face right now. Swallowing a spider. She Ooh. swallowed the spider to string up the mask. She swallowed the mask to hide the ghost. I don't know why she swallowed a ghost. Sing it, Anna. But she didn't. But she didn't boast. <laughs> there was an old lady who swallowed a flashlight. Uh-oh. It made a splash right when she swallowed the flashlight. Splash. Splash. She swallowed the flashlight to brighten the spider. She swallowed the spider to string up the mask. She swallowed the mask to hide the ghost. I don't, I don't know, know why she, she swallowed, swallowed a ghost, ghost, but she didn't boast. <laughs> <laughs> there was an old lady who swallowed a cloak. She didn't choke oh. when she swallowed that cloak. <laughs> she swallowed the cloak to cover the flashlight. She swallowed the flashlight to brighten the spider. She swallowed the spider to string up the mask. She swallowed the mask to hide the ghost. I don't, don't know, know why she, she swallowed, swallowed a ghost, ghost but she, she didn't, didn't boast. Good. <laughs> there was an old lady who swallowed some crows. Oh, gosh. Everybody knows why she swallowed those crows. She swallowed the crows to lift the cloak. She swallowed the cloak to cover the flashlight. She swallowed the flashlight to brighten the spider. She swallowed the spider to string up the mask. She swallowed the mask to hide the ghost. I don't know why she, she swallowed, swallowed that ghost, but, but she, she didn't boast. boast. <laughs> okay, now she's this huge, I wish you could see, lady. Let me see. That has swallowed all these things. <laughs> there was an old lady who swallowed a potion. Her plan was set in motion when she swallowed that potion. <laughs> she started to creep as quiet as a mouse to scare all of her friends at the haunted house. Happy Halloween. I wish you could see it. She's got all of the things that she just ate that came back. And now all her friends are wearing the costumes and the flashlight and all the different cloaks and the crows are there. It's crazy. <laughs> but you see how how some books aren't just reading. Some of them are singing, and that's great. And sometimes when you're talking about a younger child, 
the quicker the better because you know we know that their attention span is not quite as long as we would like for it to be sometimes so <laughs> we make it fun and quick and we sing song it because we know we like rhyming words um so anyway i have another one go ahead thanks anna <laughs> nothing like putting you on the spot it's the same kind of thing it's there wasn't a lady who swallowed some leaves you don't like the halloween theme we've got some fall going on there wasn't a lady who swallowed some leaves i don't know why she swallowed those leaves <gasps> perhaps she'll sneeze there was an old lady who swallowed a shirt it didn't hurt to swallow that shirt she swallowed the shirt to fill it with leaves. I don't know why she swallowed the leaves. Perhaps she'll sneeze. There was an old lady who swallowed a pumpkin. She wasn't a bumpkin to swallow that pumpkin. All right, we're going to stop you right there, and we're going to take a commercial break, but we'll come back, and we're going to let you finish. <laughs> but we we are going to let you finish after this. Finish. After this, we're going to let you finish, okay. I promise. And if you have anything that you'd like to say, please call please us. We want to hear your urban legends. We want to hear Tell from you. Tell us what your grandma said, what your family passed down. I want to hear it. Or just talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> just just tell us your, your feedback. But we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be back with the rest of that book. And to answer your call, 770-748-1340. Tired of being in the dark about local happenings and events? Hey, why don't we go to that great fashion show downtown this weekend? A fashion show? You know, I have Twitter and Facebook, and I never know what's going on. How do you know all that stuff? It's simple. I listen to the grapevine. Be in the know. Frank and Peggy Burgess will keep you informed about everything going on around Polk County and the surrounding area with special guests and much, much more. The Grapevine, every Tuesday morning from 10 to 11 a.m. on your hometown radio, a.m. 1340. The Big Double A. And we are back. I see that we have a caller. So we're going to go ahead and take that. I always love getting calls. <laughs> um, all right. Hello. You are on the Aww. big double A. <laughs> please call back. Please call us back. Seriously, please. Please call us back. Aww. I'm sorry. We had to wait for the commercial break to end so you could be on the air. Here they are. Yay. Hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> hey. I have enjoyed this episode so much. Thank you. Yes. And I just wanted to call in and talk about how um, you guys mentioned, um, you know, grandmothers telling stories and kind of the idea of um, regionality of stories with uh, mm-hmm. Soap Sally coming from Calapusa. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is so interesting because um, my grandmother, uh, <laughs> Mama Daisy, um, she has told me a lot of stories about like her own childhood um, growing up in rural Alabama. Mm-hmm. And some of those stories are just really spooky with mm-hmm. kind of like un- unexplainable um, happenings, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just so fascinating how different regions um, have different uh things that scare people, right. you know, mm-hmm. that, and that really stick with them as well. Right. So it's been so wonderful listening to you guys um, talk about that kind of stuff. Well, thank, so, thank you. you. It is true because, you know, like we say, she would, they, they, mine was like she lives up in the mountains or she lives mm-hmm. off in the country and all these things because that's where we were. We were in the country. So, of course, mm-hmm. Sally lived in the country. You mm-hmm. know, she lived like right mm-hmm. down the road somewhere really close yeah. to Bella. So, um, yeah, it, it's funny how each family has a different spin. Like, yeah, you know, my friend Soap Sally, but her Soap Sally lived under a bridge, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's so funny how, and probably uh, your mama Daisy, the ones in Alabama, the stories in Alabama were different. But it all had a central yeah. theme of it was handed down, passed down from family to family. And uh, it made it so special because we'll never forget this. You know, we'll never forget these urban legends. We know they're not true. At least we hope they're not true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we but hope we're not. at the same time, <laughs> it's just so fun to pass those down because it's part of your heritage. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. And I think that's a wonderful point to make as well, that these oral stories make up um, family histories, right. you know, personal histories. And, you know, 
regional histories. It, it is a part of, of history, and it's, you know, a connection to times that have gone on before. So I think it's wonderful that, you know, these stories can be so enduring. And, and we're from the South. We know from the <laughs> Southern people we have our stories. Absolutely. Yes. We have our stories. Well, thank you for calling yes, in. Thank you for calling. Yes. Thank you. Have a great Halloween. Yes, you have a great Halloween. <laughs> Y'all too. Thanks, honey. Bye. Thanks. Bye, Bye girl. Well, that was fun. So, if you guys want to hear more from Hannah, you can. You're gonna be able to hear more from her next week. Um, she's actually gonna come on. We're gonna talk about a special kind of poetry um, <clears throat> called Golden Shovel. Poetry. Okay, I don't know anything about that. I can't wait to hear about that. Well, you're gonna find out about okay. it. Okay. I'm not. I'm not gonna tell you guys too much, but it's super exciting because we we've both been um been been working pretty hard um on yes, this you have on this upcoming episode. We um we've we've been writing and thinking and oh we have another call. Woo-hoo! I know you're on the big double A. Um, yes, I was trying to call the show. Yes. Yes. This is it. Oh, okay. Anna? Yes. This is Ann Smith. <gasps> That's right. Oh, the preschool teacher. Woo! <laughs> 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 um, I heard you talking about uh, me and Elizabeth. Yes. And yes. I just wanted to call in and tell me, see, that, of course, my retired kindergarten teacher and first grade teacher, Hart, has loved all this talk about the importance of literacy. Yes. And I also loved all the um, little old lady, those were my favorite books right. to do. And I don't have the beautiful singing voice <laughs> of Missy. So that's what I tell everybody. Kids really don't care. They don't. You know, they just love it. So I would always get in my room and have um, so much fun. Exactly. And I even made notes because I knew we could talk forever. So <laughs> I made notes of things I wanted to mention. And I was so glad y'all were talking about the library because you did mention that Elizabeth works there. Yes. And you all know that I'm kind of getting to do some of that fun stuff again because I keep my great niece and nephew. And I have taken Judd to all the library activities since I've been keeping him. And actually last Monday, before I found out that I had the COVID. Oh, and you're getting better though, right? Yes. Thank the Lord. Thank God. We had actually been to the library on Monday afternoon for story time. And uh, then, and we took little Jolie oh. for her, oh. her first time. <laughs> and then Darlene had my other great nephew, Hannah's little boy, Colt, there. Oh. And, oh, and Anna, your, uh, some of your nieces were there. Really? Uh, oh, Josh's, Anna Liz- Yeah, and Alyssa yes, Laramie. Mm-hmm. They were there. So we had a fun time. Uh, and they always do a great craft, like we made the... That they read some fall stories, and then we did a craft of the fall tree. But Missy, of all my years of teaching kindergarten, I always used a sponge. Yes, they, mm-hmm. we used broccoli. Okay, no, we never did that, Anne. We weren't that smart. It, it turned out so great. That's so cute. That's but awesome. anyway. I wanted to mention they put out a calendar every month. I have the October calendar. So I wanted to mention that Monday afternoon, they do a lot of their activities on Monday since the students in Polk County are out of school. So Monday afternoon at 1, there's going to be a spooky craft or noon. They're going to make a spooky craft. And then at 2 o'clock. And then at 2 o'clock, they're going to have the story time. So before you get ready to go trick-or-treating downtown or down College Street, you can head to the library um, at 1 and 2 o'clock. And, Anna, I'll get you, I'll get Elizabeth to pick you up one of these November calendars. Please do. Because um, you can, this would be a good thing you could announce because they are having, finally after two years, you know, with COVID right. things, the Rome puppeteers are ah, starting to come back. That was so we great. Went, That's awesome. Right. 
Yeah. We got to go see them. I actually picked Judd up early from preschool <laughs> so that I could take him to see the Rome puppeteers. Absolutely. Those uh, are great. And I'm so, so glad they are still be, doing that. And That's then, awesome. Talking about the oral storytelling, they have a man named Mr. Shaw who comes from Rome, mm. and he is a storyteller, but, and it's about animals, and he usually brings an animal, too. He tells like a folk tale or fable and then intertwines real facts about mm -hmm. the animals, mm -hmm. and then he usually has an animal. We've seen like a baby alligator, frog, snake. That you know, awesome. he, he, he's from, um, I think it, he's not from the Eco Center. I think he's from Arrowhead. Yeah. Um, I, I should have looked that up where he's from, but I think it's Arrowhead Environmental. But he comes pretty regularly, That's usually awesome. once a month, and they usually try to schedule that on Monday also. I'll give you a calendar because I think this is a great idea to help uh, promote literacy. Right. I mm -hmm. missed the show last week because we couldn't get it to pull up, so I messaged Anna when I saw she had posted and, and told her how... Um, much I enjoyed her. Oh, um, yes, ma'am. Ann was Anna's preschool teacher at First Methodist here in Cedar right. Town, and we had a black. I taught music there, and yes. Ann taught. Laura Kelly taught there, and we didn't we have fun. We did, and you know, um, so many of those students. If I I look back at our um, classes, and those students went on to be. They're, you know, some uh, of the best students. That's true. And they love, a lot of them are teachers. Or that's they true. I love English. Uh-huh. That's exactly right. I would hate to start naming them. I could, but I'd forget somebody. But they really, really did. actually going to um, First Methodist right now. And it just warms my heart with all the great um you know, crafts, and I see some of the things even that we did right. when I was teaching kindergarten. Yeah. But uh, let me say this, too. I do have a little art gallery in my dining room <laughs> of all his work. Oh, I bet you do. I give some to his mama. <laughs> well, I'm sure Sarah and Josh appreciate you letting go of some of that. <laughs> Our library. That's all awesome. These, all these crafts, they usually, you know, have a story and then they have some kind of craft and they're learning crafts. Yes. You know, like I'm just standing here looking and I have something on opposites and oh, yeah. colors and a, a little paper clock where they glue the numbers and that's then awesome. a, you know, and his name stamped out in block letters. That's awesome. They that love that. Awesome. And they don't even know they're so, learning, and they are. Well, I tell you, that's what um, I've realized again, which we realized with our girls, and, and we know it as teachers, but the curriculum, you're kind of forced to do things that you might uh -huh. not want to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, but going through this again with Judd, I just see so much. It's just the reading. It is. I mean, he's three years old, and he, you know, knows letters, yes. colors. And we've done, and his mom, it's no worksheets. It's art. Right. Hands-on. It's playing with blocks. Mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know. And so if parents just realize, you know, how important, and it's like you said, Start, I mean, we're already reading books with little Joey, you right. know, and she already loves her little cloth book. Yes, you know? they love it. And, and I'm going to have to post a video one day because Judd, you know, I posted some of him reading the cult. Well, now he's reading to Joey. His little sister. He already, oh. has, he already has several books that he has memorized, which is That's a the first stage of reading. Yes. Uh -huh. It's a pre-reading, and another thing is they want to hear and read the same books over, over and, and over. over. Yes, they so love that. Though, you may get tired of it. Mm -hmm. Please keep doing it because right. that's how they learn to read. You're exactly right. So, and I was going to mention one other thing. 
Another thing that we took Anna and Elizabeth to when they were younger that I took Judd to last year, but we haven't tried to go this year with preschool, adding preschool and little Jolie to our schedule, (laughs) but kinder music. Um, We were lucky enough to go to Berry College, and then we were blessed because, um, I can't remember her name, was it Miss Huskins? Started it at First Baptist in Cedar Town. Oh, I didn't know that. Remember, I remember we went a we went at least one semester. We got to go down to just First Baptist, okay, and okay. she was doing it. I, I know Anna went because I have pictures oh, of well, them you know. down oh, there. I'm just getting old. But kinder music also they incorporate literacy, and of course, another thing people might not realize is. Nursery rhymes yes. are oh, so yes. important. Exactly. You know, nursery rhyme and songs are right. part of literacy. Mm-hmm. And so kinder music, they still offer it. And the same teachers that um, at Berry College, the same teacher that Anna and Elizabeth no. had was judge teacher, Miss Wendy. Wendy, that was crazy. Miss Wendy, and yes. And My sweet Aunt Bernice went with us some um, to Kinder Music. Oh, I didn't know that. We love, yes. we love, and you know what, Ann? Another thing I don't think I mentioned is movement with oh, yeah. literacy is so important. Don't worry about your kids sitting still mm-hmm. and, you know, they need to move around and, and be able to have a little freedom. And it helps them remember uh, they associate movement with words. So, yes, yeah, so that's another good program if, um, parents want to check it out, they will probably start registering soon um, for their spring yeah. semester because they will finish up their uh, their fall semester here probably right around the 1st of December. Yeah. And, then, and then we also um, took him uh, so that his mom and his other grandmother could see and his dad could see some of the things they did. We took him to one of the summer camps. Okay. They have summer camps. So that's another good place. And and every part of every class is they read a book mm-hmm. that, you know, incorporates uh-huh. a song. So um, just anything. And I tell people also, you can get great learning things at the Dollar Tree. Uh-huh. Absolutely. You know, I remember I had, and I know you did too, Missy, we had uh, magnetic letters yes. on our refrigerator. <laughs> on our, Those are magical. Had, yes. And we had, I had the sponge letters in the mm-hmm. bathtub. Yes. You just make it fun. Yes, you that's know? it. And you can get great letter puzzles, Play-Doh. I know a lot of parents don't like Play-Doh. I know, but I just did Play-Doh with my kindergarten class back at Westside before I came here. We're making letters that helps them remember. And and they're fine motor skills as well. That's right. Play-Doh is is very educational. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, moms, but it is. (laughs) I know. I try to tell moms. I know you may not like it, but... You need to be using it. So, I'm so glad anyway, you called. That is yes, so nice. Thank you so much for calling. I might not be able to call every week because I usually have little Joe here. <laughs> oh. Since I'm sick, she's not here. Well, so I'm well, glad. And you... then you know this is so near and dear to my heart. Yes, it is. So yes, I said I have to call in and comment. But I've told... Um, I told Miss Joy Hyman this morning she didn't know about Anna's show. So I called oh. her. And sent her the um, Anna's post with the blog so oh, yeah. she could listen from, from last week. And if she didn't get to listen this morning, she's going to catch up. And she said she'll be ready uh, <laughs> next she's week great. at 10 o'clock. So, we yeah. love Joy Hyman. Oh, she God, was Anna Elizabeth's so first and she mm-hmm. looped with them. First. And we were so blessed. Yes. Yes. Right. I love her awesome. so much. She's awesome. awesome. Well, Anyway, this has been great, and uh, and I'm going to hopefully be listening the best I can every Friday, and if I can't catch you, I will listen to it when you post it on the uh, blog or the different places it's getting posted. Yes, ma'am. that, thank you so, so much. Well, thank you. Thank you, Anne. Right. I, I think Missy should end by singing finishing her I uh, do little too. lady song. That's what I think. <laughs> oh, and let me say, too, I'm going to, my grandmother also told us, uh, 
stories about soap, Sally. See? But I can't remember. Yeah. I, I guess I'm having this COVID brain. But I'm going to text <laughs> my brothers, my cousins, because I actually think we, one of my cousins actually take her if we can find the old cassette tape oh, and still work. We wanted to remember right. some of this because she told us about somebody else, I think, that wasn't Soap Sally, and I can't remember that story, but we actually have a family reunion Sunday, so oh, yeah. I'm going to have to discuss this. That's your assignment. All my family and find <laughs> out. See if, in fact, I'm going to text them and see if anybody's got that cassette tape if they could bring it and we might just find a way to listen to oh that'd be fun but anyway this has been great and, and i'm glad that you're doing this and keep up the good work yes ma'am thank, thank you, you so much thank you thank uh-huh. you bye-bye. bye-bye that was fun i know okay do you want me to finish right quick go ahead okay here we go um there was an old lady who swallowed a shirt it didn't hurt to swallow that shirt she swallowed the shirt to fill it with leaves. I don't know why she swallowed the leaves. Perhaps she'll sneeze. There was an old lady who swallowed a pumpkin. She wasn't a bumpkin to swallow that pumpkin. She swallowed the pumpkin to wear the shirt. She swallowed the shirt to fill it with leaves. I don't know why she swallowed the leaves. Perhaps she'll, she'll sneeze. sneeze. Thank you. There was an old lady who swallowed a pole. She was on a roll. When she swallowed that pole, (laughs) she swallowed the pole to prop up the pumpkin. She swallowed the pumpkin to wear the shirt. She swallowed the shirt to fill it with leaves. And I don't know why she swallowed the leaves. Perhaps she'll sneeze. There was an old lady who swallowed some pants. Gosh. Are you getting this? I'm getting this. She started to dance when she swallowed the pants. (laughs) She swallowed the pants to cover the pole. She swallowed the pole to prop up the pumpkin. She swallowed the pumpkin to wear the shirt. She swallowed the shirt to fill it with leaves. I don't know why she swallowed the leaves. Perhaps she'll sneeze. There was an old lady who swallowed a rope. She didn't mope when she swallowed that rope. She swallowed the rope to tie up the pants. She swallowed the pants to cover the pole. She swallowed the shirt to fill it with leaves. I don't know why she swallowed the leaves. Perhaps, Perhaps she'll sneeze. Okay, now you see what, as this is building, I so wish I could magically show you these pictures. But she's, it, this is how we show kids that, that she's using all these things that she's swallowing. And she's going to build something with it. Can you guess what she's going to build? There was an old lady who swallowed some hay. She didn't say. Well, she swallowed the hay, (laughs) but she did it with ease and started to sneeze. And here we go. Ah, 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 choo. And when she ah, achoos, all the things she swallowed comes out and she's made a scarecrow. Oh, that's cute. So all the things she swallowed. So, I mean, it's just so fun to, you know, to bring it all back together. And let the kids identify the different things That's that adorable. we just sang about. I'm telling you. And, you know, there, there's a dog on that. And y- y'all know I'm a sucker for dogs. But that dog actually looks like your granddaughter. Skylar. Skylar. Well, it's just been so fun. This has been so fun. And, you know, um, piggybacking on what Ann said, um, the library is an excellent, excellent place. Not just for kids, but also for yes, adults. Absolutely. Um, and actually, as this book club progresses, we are going to read some books together. And um, the the library is partnering with us, and they're going to um, order in the the book that we read oh, yeah. from other from other Sarah Hightower libraries. So that way, they can have a bunch of them in stock for you guys. So okay, so sure. what you're saying is we can read it, and then you're going to discuss it, mm-hmm. and then if people want to call in or just listen. And you're going to talk about the book that we're all reading. Yes, absolutely. I That's exactly that. what's going to okay, happen. Great. I can't wait. I know. Well, friends, this has been an excellent episode. I've had the best time. Um, I hope you guys did, too. Uh, catch me next week. Same time, same place. 10 a.m. Right after the trading post on Fridays. Only on the big double A. And um, I will have my friend Hannah on next week. We're going to be talking about golden shovels i can't wait for you guys to figure yeah. like, to figure out what that is i really don't want to give too many spoilers because it's like it's 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 pretty cool and they're really fun to do um it's 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 a type of poetry it's really fun to write um and it's really fun to read too so wh- wh- whether you're a poet or you're not 
you know, or, or if or, you're a poet and don't know it. Exactly. You need to tune in to next week um, to to figure out what it is. Well, great. I will. I will see you guys next week. Bye bye. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. Thank you. Happy right. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Have a wonderful spooky season. This is the Big Double A Book Club only on the Big Double A. Bye, friends. W291DN Cedartown. Playing yesterday's favorites and today's hits. AM 1340 and now 106.1 FM WGAA.